Hey guys, Josh here with a quick preamble to today's Happy Sad Confused. The following is a live taping of Happy Sad Confused at the Bell House in Brooklyn. It was our very first live event ever. Because of that, the audio quality might not be up to the standards that you usually hear on the show, might be a little bit low, might be some issues here and there. But for the most part, this should be good for your ears. Hope you guys are having a happy holiday and enjoy this first ever live Happy Sad Confused. Jews here tonight, are there? Or you're bad Jews? Oh, look at you! Good. I'm a bad Jew, too. <laughs> um, happy holidays, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, happy whatever you're celebrating. Uh, thank you for coming out to Brooklyn tonight. This is awesome. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing this podcast for five years. I don't know what took me so long, but this is our very first live show, and I'm, I'm so excited you guys are here tonight. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of show to come. We've got we've got some really amazing people hiding backstage. If they don't run out on me, hopefully David Harbour is going to show up in a couple minutes. Um, we've got the amazing Patrick Wilson. He's going to sing his ass off for you. Uh, and the always charming, one of my favorite people, Justin Bong, is here. He's going to be awesome. Um, we've got some games. We're going to give out some. Stuff. Yeah, you people like free stuff. I can see it in your eyes. Uh, before we get to David and friends, uh, I want to bring out Sammy. Sammy, come on out here. Sammy is the other voice on Happy Sad Confused. She's hauling props with her. Look at that. She's multitasking. Look at that. You're milking the applause. You took your time so you could get a lot she of it. She only let me out of the bunker like once a month. Right. <laughs> okay, have a seat, Sammy. Um, was this a good idea, Sammy? This took us so long to get here. How are you feeling tonight? I'm very excited that this happened. I'm like, I feel like this is something we've been talking about for a long time, and then I feel like it was a couple weeks ago that you're like, "Hey, we're doing this," basically. But it's only like a year ago when we started. You need a year of prep. It. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. People like you are essential. <laughs> this is a, this is a big moment. This is a big moment. Uh, yeah, if all else fails, we're just going to talk about Star Wars for the next hour. I've How seen many it, times? I've How seen many it three, times? I've seen it three times. I have a lot of it thoughts, It came out guys. on Friday. I have it's a Sunday. Lot. <laughs> I have nothing else in my life right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're not going to spend... Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe, maybe David Harbour and friends want to talk about Star Wars. No, we just sprinted no, out yeah. the back. I heard the door slam. Yeah. Um, one thing at the outset I do want to talk about, because I talked about some, uh, some goodies... Uh, Sammy is not a poser. She is a legit Sam Hewing Outlander fan. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm a psychopath. Thank you for <laughs> applauding that. I appreciate it. She's like um, my advisor. So like when Sam comes by and I need to like really look like I know what I'm talking about. It's it, it makes me really mad. I don't want to do it in front of these people, but like watch the show. Okay. Don't be like that. Like I am. Watch I've the seen show. clips. I've shown him some clips. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Wedding right, night, okay, ladies. Okay. Wedding night. Uh, He's uh, seen the clips. Yeah. 
I, I, I love me some Sam Hughes. He's a delight. He goes into the continuity in the mm-hmm. podcast. He's one of my sketch writers. I think his name is probably Sheen. Will be more. Uh, and he was kind enough to donate a few autographed copies of this great book. I can literally grab it. Sammy, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Josh wouldn't let me go pick up the books from him directly, even though we've let him meet him a couple times, but never, um, like, uh, un-babysat during it. <laughs> so uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm a little salty about these, oh but boy. it's I understand the greater good. It's I Christmas, think you, Hanukkah. I think you stole one already. I think you actually own this. So this is the making of Outlander. I want to give a shout-out to Tara Bennett, who was very kind to – uh, contribute these uh, copies of the book. They have been signed by Mr. Hewen. Uh, those of you that are fans of Sam and Outlander have submitted your raffle tickets. Uh, and without any further ado, let's let's pull a he pull like a ticket. caressed all of them. I think I can't he like yeah. I can't so you really that. want these? Okay. Okay. So when you hear your number, uh, just come up to the front of the stage and I'll hand it to you. We're old school. We'll keep it I really will simple. say my mom is here, and if she wins, mom, I'm gonna you can't take it. I'm gonna throw away your ticket. It could go to you, Sammy. You could take it. Bunker perks. Okay. 722-332. Oh, it's so dark. None of you can read it at all. Okay, let's, let's read it one more time. 722-322. 722-332. Oh! That one's great. Okay. All right. Woo. Keep going, Sammy. Keep it going. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, next one. 722-299. I don't know what that was. Oh, we got someone. We got someone. All right. No, we keep it going, Sammy. Okay. Okay. Uh, keep it going. Okay. 722-313. You can yeah. cut the tension with a knife. Here we go. All right. I have good news. I have one more special thing. Uh, as uh, Eddie Cavoted, Sam Hewen fan knows, he also has a cause called My Peak Challenge. Uh, yeah, so he gave us an autographed hat and a year-long membership to one of you guys. So we're going to pull up one name, and you're going to get uh, a nice little autograph and one of your membership to My Peak Challenge. All right, here it is, 722-345. Going once. 722-345. Oh! Yeah. Take your information. Oh, yeah. First off, I'm gonna give you a ball hat. We've done. We've never done this before. Uh, this is amazing. Amazing. Okay, so that's uh, that's the giveaway for now. We have some other goodies that are gonna go out a little bit later on. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, Sammy, thank you for stopping and chatting with us today. I appreciate it. Okay. So I do want to mention one uh, one thing before we bring out David. Um, all proceeds to uh, tonight's event are going to two great causes. I want to mention both of them in brief. Um, one of them is called Community Works, and this is a, a nonprofit arts and education organization that was actually started in, in my basement. My mom started this organization, so it's it's very close to my heart. Uh, yeah, give it up for Mom Horowitz. Um, it was founded in 1990 with the mission to bridge schools and communities, enrich educational curricula, and celebrate neighborhood cultures and histories. So if you guys are at all interested in contributing to that sort of thing, uh, you can send your interest to info at communityworksnyc.org. That's info 
at communityworksnyc.org. Uh, the other organization uh, is uh, one of the world's most effective environmental groups, the Natural Resources Defense Council. For 50 years, they've been suing polluters, cleaning up our air and water, and protecting endangered species and places. So just, yes, give it up. You know, all they're doing is saving the planet, that little thing. Uh, to show your support, please text CLIMATE to ACT ON CLIMATE. Text CLIMATE to ACT ON CLIMATE and join NRDC's 3 million supporters in the fight for a cleaner, brighter future. Okay, that's enough do-gooder stuff for now. Uh, let's get to the fun, exciting part of tonight. Uh, a lot of fun, exciting parts. But I want to bring out our main guest. Um, he is a star of stage, of TV, of film. He's a Screen Actors Guild winner. He's a two-time Screen Actors Guild nominee this year. He's endlessly charming. He's endlessly talented. He's a human meme generator. Uh, let's give it up for one of my favorite human beings, Mr. David Harbour. What's up, Brooklyn? Yeah! Oh, yes. A meme generator. <laughs> By the way, that's a euphemism for he's an idiot. No, <laughs> he's just an idiot. He'll just do anything for a while. <laughs> Look at his sweater. Let's, let's give it up for the yeah, sweater. Yeah, right. Look at that. Huh? I just got this at Kmart. I'm not the only one wearing this, I'm, I'm sure. As you can see, Santa is clearly has the high score. <laughs> By raining down terror on fire-breathing dragons worth 10 points each. <laughs> if you're just listening to this at home, hopefully we'll have photo evidence for you on the website in some way. Yeah, no. The but this is an extraordinarily complex thing that's <laughs> happening on this sweater. I have no idea what it means. There's a lot going on. This is there's a it's lot like going on. It's like the Torah or something. You yes. can study this for generations. The secrets of the and universe. And one day, ancient scholars will unlock <laughs> the key to Santa's high score and why he is the winner. Yeah. Can I ask a question about Santa real quick before we get about into anything? About Santa? Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure I'm the world's wor <laughs> best uh, resource, but go ahead. I was told to come out here and ask you specifically. Oh, great, great. Um, why do we lie to children, <laughs> like, as a culture? <laughs> I love it. Right. And I was having this conversation with a friend of mine just saying, like, I think it's the greatest thing ever. Because why did I think it was great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just dug, dug your own hole, buddy. Yeah, I just, I don't know why. I just thought it was great because it was just kind of silly. It's a nice thing to believe like we in. All, yeah, we all are get together and we're all like, let's just trick these kids up until they're like seven. Right. And then they get annoyed with us. But let's all culturally do it. And anytime you meet a kid, it's like, hey, Santa's coming. Have you been nice? <laughs> like, we're all in on the joke. Yeah. I just think that's a really lovely thing. And it goes across party lines. Mm. Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. We all want to trick children. Yeah. The thing See, that brings us all together. the country together. Yeah, the humiliation and abject <laughs> lying to children. That's the platform for 2020. Um, how's your holiday season going, man? You're looking, uh, you're looking svelte, we have to say. Thanks, look at this man. tall drink oh. of water. Oh. oh, look at that. Stop it. Okay, no, go on. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've uh, lost a couple. I mean, I guess you've, last you've seen me has been uh, 
season three of Stranger Things, where I was, thank you very much, yes, thank you very much. And I know you're all applauding how large I was in that. <laughs> yes, I know. It's fun. I know it's fun. The Yeah, it, I was a um, big guy. Uh, and then in this uh, little movie I have coming out of May called Black Widow, too, I'm also rather large. I'm also a rather large individual. Uh, so if you if you haven't seen me in the last six months, uh, my waistline has uh, come down considerably. It feels like it's a waste of, of look. The whole thing about Stranger Things was you kind of like helped you know the dad bod thing happen. I know, I know, I know, I know. And then it's like you've abandoned all of us. No, You're like, no, no, no. I'm gonna go Kumail Nanjiani no, on you now. No, no, like, oh God. What do you think about that? The How nerve. <laughs> That guy. <laughs> I saw him because we all had to do Comic-Con together. And, uh, we, you know, all the Marvel people were back. Which, by the way, if you've never uh, been in a Marvel movie and gone to a Comic-Con. <laughs> How like many I, out here like been I in a Marvel movie? Until I was 44. <laughs> uh, they, you're backstage with, like, every actor you've ever loved your whole life. You're like, oh, yeah, well, there's Angelina Jolie eating a ham sandwich. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw him at that thing, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, I touched his arm or something, and it was like this stone cement block <laughs> of incredibleness, and I was just immediately mad. And well, I'm sure you both can reciprocate to each other soon I enough. I still got some. I still got some love handles, though. I've, those will never go. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, applause bravo. for love Seriously. handles. Seriously. So, okay, we've talked, uh, you know, in depth on the podcast about the arc of your career and everything. I'm just curious, like, so, you know, to, to many, it seemed like this overnight success story in your 40s. And what, what's it like for you, like, when you hear people, like, suddenly notice you and think that, like, you came out of nowhere, yeah. are, is part of you, like, I've been doing it for 20 years, there's actually a large body of work, and you go back and look, or is it all, like, all good? I have been doing it for 20-plus uh, years, but there, I don't think there's a large body of work. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason I myself consider it. I'm always like, people are like, oh, what do you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I do a show called Stranger Things. They're like, what, what do you want us to watch? Or something? I'm like, mm, that show. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, and then I think to myself, like, no, sir, you've done a lot of great projects on stage, and they're ephemeral, and they go out, and then no one knows them, and they don't have this lexicon of work. Like, of And then I'm like, no, I didn't really do that many great plays either. <laughs> but, I, but I, like, hung out for a long time. And I auditioned a hell of a lot. Whoa, I have been auditioning for what would be centuries to other people. <laughs> I mean, thousands of people have rejected me. <laughs> Groups of people. Like, do you remember a, a network called the WB? I don't think that network's around anymore, right? It's the CW now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. but it's kind of the same thing. But back when I was auditioning for it, it was called the WB. And it was a dancing frog. <laughs> was it? wasn't a peacock, it was a dancing frog with a top hat and a cane. <laughs> and uh, Strange it didn't last. It's weird. Huh? Strange it didn't last with that kind of great yeah, marketing. Well, yeah. They were also known for their award-winning content. Right. <laughs> <laughs> their incredible, sophisticated shows. So many times they thought I was terrible. <laughs> I mean, just being like, this guy's awful. Just years and years and years of this. So if you're starting out in the acting business, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, okay, ha, this is the, the cliched, like, what if. 
10, 15 years ago, if this success had happened, if this role had happened, would you have been able to handle it? And would no, it I would have been uh, a nightmare of a human being. I would have taken it very seriously and taken myself even more seriously. <laughs> like, I would have been the genius that I always knew I was. <laughs> and uh, I'm so grateful that it didn't happen. Because once you hit 40, uh, you sort of realize that you're just going to die. Like, sooner rather than later. And so you might as well not take yourself that seriously because, you know, uh, whatever. You're just some guy. Um, so and this so is not the holiday special. Thanks for bringing your <laughs> cheer. Santa Claus the doesn't exist. The fact that I brought death into it so early. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. Oh, well. And I it's true. It was, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, no, but I, I, yeah. uh, I, I do feel like had it, had it happened, I, you know, in my 20s, it would have been a nightmare. But even guys in their 30s, right? Like a man who's like 30, who's like starting to get successful, is like just an impossible person, right? <laughs> you, you have to really get just into your turn 40s the corner. to start to realize that like it's not that big a deal. Right, yeah. right. What about – okay, so the show itself, uh, three seasons in, um, does it surprise you, frankly, that it's been as richly rewarding and continuously kind of regenerates and, and kind of goes in places that are creatively satisfying for you? Because that's that's the the scary part of being on a long running show is like, oh god, by season three they start phoning it in. But it, if anything, I think honestly, I, I think season three is like clearly better than the other two seasons. I, I loved it, right? I loved it. Yeah, it's so different too, though, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, um, you know. The fact that you get to do, it's almost like you get to play a different character. Like, he is the same character, and he has these great things about him that I love. But even if you look at his costume, I, you know, you look at Gilligan, <laughs> like, and every year it's that red, for the younger members of the audience, <laughs> there was a show on television called Gilligan's Island. Uh, Gilligan was a gentleman who was trapped on the island. <laughs> the lead of the show, shall we say? It was kind of like Lost. It was kind of like it Lost. It was kind of like Lost yeah. without any of that <laughs> there was an island well done Horowitz um, I'm trying to connect it to the kids No, I, I, yeah, we, we all appreciate it and Gilligan wore a uh, red shirt and a white hat like he was the, he was the first mate yeah skipper skipper sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, Gilligan every year wore this and I think the show ran like 70 seasons <laughs> And Gilligan, at the beginning, was, like, cast when he was, like, you know, 25 or something. And then and then even when he was 70, still playing, the, he still had on the red shirt. And that <laughs> it's amazing to watch. And Hopper gets to wear different shirts. Uh, and he gets to have different, he gets to have different waistlines. He gets to grow. He gets to have different facial hair. I mean, but, like, literally, he becomes a different human being, like we all do, kind of, every year. And that, to me, is what's satis so satisfying about the show, is, like, you can watch what has happened from season one and season two to season three, and they can, you can have your favorites. You know, there's yeah. people that, like, loved season one and feel like they never lost, you know, what they loved about it, or there's people that, like, love season three and think that season one was too much. But that's all fine. But for me, the ability to actually play in that, in that realm on a television show is, like, you're never going to think you lost. So I love it. What about the complexity of working with kids as they transition in age from very pivotal ages? Like, some... Like when you're going through puberty, et cetera, that's like a yeah. dicey time for anybody, and you're working with these kids. Has, is, it, yeah. is it different working with these kids now, three years in? 
than it was at the start. You know what? I did an interview. I was I got Facebooked uh, by an old teacher, high school teacher of mine, who said that he heard me do an interview about kids. Because I say this a lot. I'll say like, uh, I'll say they're like five 15-year-old boys. And I was like, who, when you go to work, you're like, you know who I want to hang out with today? Five 15-year-old boys. And I, I've said this before, and then I got Facebook by my teacher, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'm forgetting that they're teachers. <laughs> so I just want to say sorry, teachers. Just in general, I guess there are people that are like, you know what? I'm going to go hang out with 15-year-old <laughs> boys today. Uh, for me, it's not was not the goal. I did not sign up to be a teacher. It's weird. You know, they're, um, they are growing, and it's getting weirder. <laughs> like in the beginning, it was just weird that you're hanging out with 11- and 12-year-olds, and after they, you do a good scene, they want to hug. Right, that's that. That's the thing. It's like that was weird, but it's like oh, weird. And now it's like, you know, they want to come up and ask you questions that they sh they you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> There's a lot of that happening, and then the smells. Right. I mean, I don't. I'm not a particularly great smelling creature <laughs> anyway, but a 15 year old boy. Right. No, that's not the, the sweet spot. The for way it, they no. smell changes <laughs> hour to hour <laughs> and it doesn't get better no ever how's winona doing it's <laughs> <laughs> great i love winona you know i love winona who doesn't love winona Ryder, right <laughs> thank god for winona Ryder. does winona text does she know how to text does yeah yeah really oh yeah i got some winona text <laughs> right here <laughs> Winona's very sweet when she texts. Um, Emojis? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Although there is, I'm going to do some, I'll do a little celebrity gossip text thing. Ready? This is my favorite ever. So I've done two plays. <laughs> Excuse me while I drop this name on the floor. With uh, a fellow SAG nominee for The Irishman, Mr. Al Pacino. And uh, I do occasionally text with Al Pacino. And you think, like, the greatest living actor, he's a monolith in your head, you know what I mean? Like, he, in your head, you're just like, how could you be any more amazing than Al Pacino? And then you see him text, and it's like your crazy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just like, it'll just be like, I don't know, I'll text you, sorry, it's, I'm, I, you know, I'm going on some talk show or something, you want to get coffee? And it'll be like, my boy! Like, X, Y, Z, Y, Z, Y, Z, Y, Z, Y, Y, Emoji, like caterpillar, top hat, <laughs> music note, music note, music note, dancer guy. That's amazing. And that makes no sense. You know what's crazy? I can corroborate this. Yes. The name drop on my Jessica Chastain has told me that exact same no, thing. No, really? Yes. He is a heavy, crazy emoji man. Yeah. Amazing. I know. <laughs> He's still great in The Irishman, though. I'm Let's <laughs> give him that. Yeah. Let's yeah. give him that. So... Okay, with all this newfound power and juice in your career, did you know what you wanted to do with the, the hopper juice when it was time to? <laughs> <laughs> it 
went when well, what? career-wise. Like, what did you? Oh, career-wise. Yeah, were you yeah, like, okay, I, I, got, uh, I got my shot now. Here's what I'm going to do with it. Uh, yeah, I just want to make as many mistakes as I possibly no. can. <laughs> uh, exhaust people's patience with me. Uh, no, I, you know, I, it's funny. Like, I've been in such, a, and I think it is as a result of things coming later, success coming later in life for me, is I've always had to be sort of a journeyman actor. Like, I've always had to take jobs to pay the rent. Like, it's never been a choice, a job that I've done until now. Like, I've never turned down work for 20 years when I was working. So I've always, what it forced my perspective to do is I've, I have to find the good in things. Like, there'll be scripts that I'll read and I'll have to go like, oh, I could use something like that or that could be interesting. So I've never really thought too much about, like, carving out a path. I mean, I've been lucky that since this thing has come along, like, fun things have come around. I mean, I know that after my experience with um, a certain uh, comic book franchise, I, I was not that excited to get back into the comic book franchise business uh, because I felt like uh, maybe it wasn't for me. And uh, and then Black Widow came along, and there was a um, – the script was really fresh and really new, and they wanted to do, uh, you know, just really cool stuff with it. So that was really exciting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to take for dirt on uh, Black Widow for a second. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, go, let's um, do it. I, you guys have seen the, the new trailer. It's awesome. I was telling you backstage. Yeah. Uh, so even as a comic book nerd, I, I, I wasn't familiar, I confess, to Red Guardian, but he looks like a, like a chewy role for an actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was cool and exciting? What, what was, I mean, he looks like a fun guy to play. What was cool about him? Yeah, I mean – wondering what I can tell you. I mean, the trailer's out now, so I can tell you some stuff. Um, well, there's clearly a family dynamic. You see it like, literally at the table right. there. Right. And, and, I've heard and you see him in that suit. Yes. Which has a, uh, a Captain America vibe to it. Yes. Um, and you see that he is still able to fit into the suit. Although, at one point, maybe it had been easier to fit into <laughs> the suit. So, you know, I mean, the thing was, when it was pitched to me, it's this idea that this guy, you know, in Russia there was this whole other world happening as Captain America and the U.S. was doing their own thing. And they're sort of the forgotten about, you know, stepchild or something. And so we got a chance to explore this. And even in the comics, Red Guardian is treated in many different ways. The Red Guardian mantle is passed around to different people. I guess like the Captain America mantle is somewhat. Um, but we kind of came up with our own thing with him. One of the things I love about him the most, though, is the fact that he is, you know, past his prime. Uh, and I always like uh, perversions. Unique is a weird word to <laughs> use when you're talking about comic books. But I like unique takes on a superhero journey. You sure. know what I mean? Not the straight-up thing. So it's like he, yeah, he's he's in a weird place with his superhero-ness and even with his outfit. Um, and with what he's about. And so uh, when when it was pitched to me by Kate, I, I remember her saying these th these very fundamental things about the character. And I, I know when directors talk to me, a lot of times I get, I get over, you know, I'll be like, oh, I get it. Like, I know what it is. And then she kept revealing to me these other things about him that are so, so different and twisty and turny and stuff. So, like, even that trailer that you see, 
there's some great funny moments, there's some great, but he has so many colors to him. Like every time she told me new things about him, I was, it makes sense, but it was like, I can't believe you're going to take him. I can't believe you're going to allow him to do that. I think it's, what we shot was beautiful. I think Kate Shortland is a beautiful, incredible director. Um, Rachel Weiss is like, you know, a being sent from heaven to grace <laughs> us with their presence. Florence Pugh is like one of the most amazing young actresses of her generation. Charles Dana Kane is like a legend already of like, whatever, 29 years old, I don't even know if he's. Um, so uh, I think it's gonna be a really interesting movie. I was really excited for this. Um, I want to mention, we'll have time for a couple questions. So there's a microphone right here in front uh -huh. of me. So if you guys want to line up for a couple questions, uh, feel free. Um, I want to compliment you on your amazing turn hosting SNL recently. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't know if that's a bucket list moment or the kind of thing, like, that wasn't even, like, in your, you couldn't fathom a moment like that. But, like, were you nervous? Were you excited? What was that experience like? Yeah, it was the most incredible. It was a total bucket. I mean, I didn't even put that on the bucket list, to be honest, because I never thought it would happen. But the fact that it happened was uh, incredible. It, that experience is really fascinating. You, I, um, about Wednesday, you go in Monday, they pitch you things, Tuesday they pitch you things. Nothing's written come Wednesday morning. And I remember on Wednesday, sitting in Tompkins Square Park, thinking, how do I break my leg so I don't have to do this? <laughs> so I can find a way to get out of this that's legitimate. Right. Because I'm terrified that I'm going to ruin my career. I'm not going to be funny. Everyone's going to think I'm a cloying, horrible ham. And it's just going to ruin my career. And then, like, things happen. Thursday, Friday, you start rehearsing. We started shooting that Grouch sketch. Yeah. Thank you. Wasn't that... David, uh, wasn't that your idea, that, that sketch? That course? is mine and this uh, lovely woman, Lily Allen's idea. Uh, that was the only thing I pitched to them. Uh, it was the only thing I pitched to them. Originally, it was Barney the Dinosaur, <laughs> by the way. But then I thought Oscar Grouch is better. Uh, yeah, and, and we started shooting that, and it starts to get better. And then right before you go on for the dress rehearsal, it sunk again. And I was like, I got to get out of the building. And people <laughs> held me in the dressing room. And you do the dress rehearsal. And then once I did started doing the show, when I went out there and said, uh, I can't believe I'm hosting Saturday Night Live, or whatever the first line on the cue cards is, it was like, uh, it was a peak moment. I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like when you're playing the Super Bowl or something. It's like, you, whatever happens tonight, whether you think I'm funny or not, I'm playing the Super Bowl. So uh, uh, that's, yeah. You, Bravo to Ewald, yes, thank you. Uh, hi, you want to tell us your name and uh, ask David your question? You're going to make it, you're going to make it. I mean, God, that's just really nice. I mean, well, that seems like a ridiculous thing to answer. That's just a super nice thing to say. I mean, my God, whoever wrote that Twitter thing is one of the rare people on Twitter that have something nice to say. 
Thank a, you. A lot of no, people no. love you, so. No, that's, uh, what uh, you know, I mean, God, I I love to do it. And I do think that, um, at its essence, when I am doing it with a greater thing in mind, like with something, you know, when it's not just about me, when it's about playing Hopper, when it's about playing something that is bigger than myself, telling a story that's bigger than myself, it liberates me. So if it, if it helps people, I mean, I think that's just wonderful. And it just makes me feel so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. So you do all these Comic Cons now and conventions and you know things go literally insane for you. But um, I think you even did one. <laughs> we have to lock them up. Yeah, yeah, legit. I think you even did one on a cruise ship, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I so did once, yes. Yeah, right. So <laughs> like, what is the craziest fan interaction that you've had so far? Okay, it wasn't at a Comic Con, but I'll tell you the craziest. All right. And look, here's the thing. Like, I speak a lot about. Um, what is it's very complex for me to talk about, but is what is uh, what is societally sanctioned as a mental illness. I I don't particularly like to call it that. I like to call it uh, neuroatypicality, perhaps. So there is something about people's brains that work a little differently. So um, and my brain is one of them. Uh, so I. Uh, I do think that this person that I had the interaction with, um, I think, you know, I myself, when I'm going through something, people will laugh at me, and I can say that it's okay. And uh, I think it's okay that we laugh at this person, but this person may have had something going on with them at the time that wasn't strictly about me. I was on an airplane, uh, and I have to say that since, um, since getting famous, um, uh, airports are really not fun. <laughs> There's certain things that have become a lot more fun, like can I have to have a table at your restaurant? But um, <laughs> but being at an airport is not fun at all. And being on an airplane is sometimes not that fun. And so I was in an airplane, and I, it was a small airplane. We were flying from, um, I think we were flying from uh, Los Angeles to Atlanta. And I sat, and I was in... I was in first class, but I was on the edge, on the row here. And what I tend to do, if you want to recognize me on an airplane, I'm the guy with the uh, ball cap pulled so far down his face, just sitting there like this, buried in his phone. And there was a woman that recognized me or something and kind of grabbed me on the shoulder, like really hard, and was like, hey, hey, you know, uh, oh, you're my God, I can't believe you're here. And I was like, yeah, thanks, good to meet you, like, take care. And she... Uh, and she was like, no, it's great, great, great. And she went and sat down. And then people fell down. We, we, the plane took off. And then right after the plane took off, even though she belted in, she came up again and grabbed my shoulder. And was like, hey, hey, it's me, it's me. And I was like, yeah, great, cool, good to see you. And she's like, okay, just remember me, remember me. And I was like, great, cool, yeah, I remember you, whatever. And she <laughs> like sat back down. And then she, and then like five minutes went by, and then she came up again, and she's like, hey, it's me. And I was like... <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Great to see you again. Um, and she was like, just, you know, remember me. And she handed me a note or something, went into the bathroom, and then up in the first class bathroom, which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> but, like, whatever. The stewardess came back a couple minutes later and was like, is that woman flying with you? And I said, no, I'm on a television show. And people sometimes think they know me. Um, and then she came back and she grabbed me again and said something, went back to her seat, 
and then a couple schools just came by or, or flight attendants came by and um, talked to me and then went to take her and they said she had destroyed the bathroom and done something there. Just trying to get to me, they had to restrain her. They were going to have to land a plane in um, Santa Fe or something. It, w it was like a bad situation where we were afraid that she might open up the emergency door or something like that. It was just like, yeah, I was like, thanks, stranger things. <laughs> so that's like not a fun story, but that was the weirdest fan interaction I've ever had. That's crazy. Okay, we have time for one more. I'm going to try to come to audience questions a little later, okay? But, yes, yes, sir, go ahead. Howdy, uh, my name's Rick, and I am a huge fan of your podcast. Hey, and thanks, and Rick. And I'm going to prove it right now. Oh, when are no. we going to see a Broadway adaptation of Beauty and the Brain with the eye-patch Dan Hauser from And a Watch and an out-of-recently-released <laughs> out uh, Masters from Evil? Hey, look at that. Van Houser Masters of Eve. My God. Were you David on a plane Harper recently, fan. sir, to Santa Fe? He just was on IMDb on his phone. I saw it. <laughs> what has this man done to the bathroom well, here? I, uh, <laughs> I'd love to win those roles. And recently, uh, in an interview, he kind of said they weren't as creatively um, satisfying as I wanted. And I clearly, we can understand that. But he, in those roles, meant a lot. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, so thank, thank you, thank you. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you, man. Oh, really? That's it? No questions. Just the sort of thing. Just a compliment. No, the, the question was, when are we going to see that? <laughs> when do we get to see the Broadway adaptation of Van Hauser in an eye patch and, like, playing Masters as well? Yeah. Never, Rick, never. <laughs> thank you for wanting it, though. You're the only person on planet Earth that does. <laughs> Let's give it up for Rick and his weird taste. Yeah. All right, we, this is the time of the night where we need to select the biggest Stranger Things fan in the audience. I don't know how we're going to do that. David, do you have a sense? Do you have a feeling? Raise your hand wow. if you're a huge Stranger Things fan. Yeah, who's a Big huge Stranger Things fan? What do, you, what, uh -huh. what do we think? David, do you want to take the duty or do you want me to? I, I, can li be uh, I like, yeah, I like tattoos on the arm there, right? Tattoos? All right. All right. Yeah. Vanessa, can you help? Uh, is that all right? Can I just way? choose yeah. one? Yeah, That's okay. great. All right. We are going to play a little game of Stranger Things trivia. Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> Good luck, nerd. <laughs> there are props. David, here you go. I love Stranger Things. Okay, so you are... Hi I there. seriously do. What's your name? Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Have hey. a seat. This is David. Hey, Caitlin. David. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you. Welcome to your doom. No, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Caitlin, look at this. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so we're gonna I'm going to ask each of you a series of questions. You know the drill, basically. Just write down your answer, and we're going to see uh, who knows Stranger Things a little bit better, and there may be a prize involved. We'll see. These are pretty simple, I think, so let's see. What was the name, and no screaming from the audience, obviously, okay? What was the name of the season three finale? <laughs> I'm talking about the show, the three pieces. I think it's David. Yeah, you seem to have some ideas. Come, Caitlin, you want to go first? Okay, let's see what you got. The Battle of Starcourt, correct, David. Yeah, Battle of Starcourt. Okay, 1-1. One, one. I don't know if it's Battle At or Battle Of. It is Battle Of, right? Battle Of. Wow, yeah. 
spell Gaten Matarazzo. Gaten Matarazzo. Gaten Matarazzo. Oh, David is stymied. Hold on. He is halfway through the second name. Okay, who should we go with first? Uh, let's start with David this time. Okay, what do you got? G-A-T-E-N-M-A-T-A-R-A-Z-O is incorrect. <laughs> you are missing a Z. Oh, Caitlin. I'd have too many R's. Uh, M-A-T-A, oh, two R's. No, that is zero for oh, zero. Oh, thank God. That was your shot. Thank okay. God, that would have been so shameful if I was Spe the only one. Still 1-1. One, one. Speaking of Gaten, Justin sings a song famous from what movie in the season three finale? coming from that couch. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> All right, simultaneously, let's see it. Never ending story. Correct for both of you. Two, two. What was the password to enter Will Byers Castle Byers? What was the password? Oh no. <laughs> Come on, David, channel your inner Joyce Byers. <laughs> Fred is on the line, Mr. Harbor. I have no okay. idea. Let's Do you know it? it? Radagast, correct! <laughs> well done. Well done. And last one, just for fun. How many words does Eleven say in the first season of Stranger Things? Let's see who comes closest. How many different words, or how many? They don't have to be distinct. I mean, they're distinct words, but if there's a re repetition, that's okay. Oh, so it, that doesn't count if it's repetition. It's like how many no. words does she know, or no, no, like how many words does she say? How many does she actually say? Yes, in the whole season. Whole season. <laughs> just a rough guess. Just a guesstimate. <laughs> okay, David, what do you got? I see what you did there. It would have been 11. good. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been good if it was right. Yeah, it's sadly not right. What do you got? Forty-two. Closer. It's actually two hundred and forty-six. Wow. Caitlin dominated. Let me show you what you got, Caitlin. Hold on. Hey, congratulations. I'm the big loser here. We got a, a autograph Funko of Hopper here for you. Hey. Enjoy. Give it up for Caitlin. Thanks, Caitlin. Thanks for stopping by. All right, guys, let's keep the party going. We have, as the title of this event was uh, put out there, David Harbour and Friends. Let's bring out a friend. Um, he is disgustingly talented. He's a dreamboat. He can sing. Maybe he can dance. I don't know. We'll find out tonight. Let's give it up for the great Patrick Wilson. <laughs> oh, he snuck up on us. Came from behind. <laughs> that may that that guitar may play a role later. We will see. <laughs> hey, buddy. Sneaky. He's Woo. sneaky. That guy. Hello, everybody. It's a low couch. I know. It's kind of. <laughs> you wanna? As the evening goes on. It's getting good. What's up, man? Anywho. Yo, good to see you. Uh, this is this is what we call good podcast content. Um. 
Mr. Wilson. What are the what are the Wilson family traditions around the holidays? You celebrate oh, holidays big time? Atlanta. It's been a busy weekend. My 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 wife is here and my parents. Are you guys here? Just say hello. There you go. They're they're in the back. Hey. Um, it's busy. It's busy. I have two kids, two boys. Uh, I know the smells of which you spoke. <laughs> yeah, right. Teenager. <laughs> I bet the whole oh, room, right? It, the whole room. It, yeah, uh, Dag will back me up on this. We were at their um, the middle school play last. So d- just follow me. It's a long story. Dag's like, oh God, here you go. So last year we're in the we're I, I went to go get Cal. Cal's my son, my oldest. He's in the uh, he's changing in the dressing room, which was like some classroom at the school musical. And I walked in, and still to this day, <laughs> it's like sense memory, you know, if you're like. Like I could, I could both tear up and cry thinking about the the smell. It it struck me how bad teenagers can smell, and I feel like I've been around a lot of bad smells. I've made a lot of bad smells, but this was these teenagers. It's legendary. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I digress. It's a creature that's growing and becoming <laughs> another creature. Yeah. It's gonna have some shedding. Qualities to the air around molting. it. It's molting. Yeah, really. it's molting. Yeah. How was the uh, the sweaty Momoa on the set of Aquaman? Was he? Uh, how did he smell? No, he's he smells great. <laughs> yeah, unusually good. He what? looks like he probably smells That's right. What I'm saying does not smells great. <laughs> yeah. Do you relate? Okay, David was uh, referencing the, the insane amount of uh, auditions he went through early in his career. Uh-huh. I feel like when I think of your career. I, th- I think of, like, it seems like, I mean, I, I refreshed, and I remember, like, it was Angels in America, Alamo, Hard Candy, Phantom. These all happened in, like, a two-year period. Like, it yeah. felt like you, like, just burst out. So where was the hardship? Where was the angst? Yeah, yeah. can you please tell us? <laughs> uh, th- th- well, that was all, by, uh, by the time that had happened, I was already 30. Okay, so that. even that. though that's, like, 16, 17 years ago, yeah. I had done. Uh, I had had an entire career, really, in uh, that some would think in uh, in theater. So I had. I sort of had made my way. Um, I'd say here in the city, because technically we're in the city, but nobody in the city actually thinks Brooklyn is the city. So, um, <laughs> right. Whoa. <laughs> but Hold you got on. it. You got it. Right. My head it. just exploded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is Brooklyn really the city? Technically. Wow. One of the five boroughs. This is a <laughs> Unless you're a New Yorker, and then it's not the city. I'm not getting involved. Right? In this. I'm not. Whoa. You guys back me up on that, right? <laughs> right? So, no. I to to be fair, I did not. I did not have a lot of hardship. Uh, I I. Uh, it's true. I'm not. I know. It's a. It's, there's no way to get out of this conversation without sounding like a jackass. So I'm just going to embrace it. Uh, that being said, this was the mid '90s, and I was uh, musical theater. And there weren't a lot of uh, of dudes in musical theater, right? Um, so we. I uh, wasn't in musical theater. No? Well, that was a problem. That was a problem. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was I was like. I did audition for a musical with the boy from Oz. What? Sure. With Mr. Hugh Jackman. Oh, did you get it? No, I was told by my agent that they were really interested in me for the boy from Oz. Like, he has a young lover or something in his name? Yeah, sure, Jerry yeah, okay. played it. Yeah. So, so he, they were very interested in me because they'd seen me in a play. And I said to yeah. my agent, I, I don't do music, I don't sing. Right. And they were like, they don't care. They really want to see you for this. 
said, here's some sheet music. <laughs> just in case. Right. And I showed up. I thought it would just be a meeting. There were 50 dudes in leg warmers uh, outside, like, warming yeah. up. <laughs> and they were like, David, you ready? And I was like, uh. And they came in and they started, like, dun 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 And I, like, I was like, hello, Hugh Jackman. I think you're really handsome. <laughs> and then uh, they were like, thanks. Bye, you're great. Thank you. It is, I, I, I will say, those kind of auditions for, for musicals, and it doesn't matter whether it was Broadway or some uh, regional theater, th they are the most terrifying. So, so any uh, film audition is nothing compared to doing that, standing whether you can't even see them and they're 30 feet away behind a table and you've got to do like a double pirouette and sing your high note at like 10 in the morning. I mean, you can get through that. Like, you know, walking into a meeting with, so what do you feel about the character? I mean, that is nothing. Career-wise, who do you think in, uh, in your travels deserves the biggest Christmas present from you? Who do you owe the most for your Well, career? he's since passed, but Mike Nichols. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. People's uh, in America. Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, I just, he, he just handed me a, a film career that I, that I still feel like um, uh, there's still, honestly, not a month goes by. And, th and he said that he started rehearsals in 2001, so long time ago. Um, yeah, <coughs> shot that in 2002, so... Uh, but still, I swear, there's not a, a, a month that goes by that somebody doesn't say, you know, whatever was meant to them or whatever. So that, that uh, because I, I, I went out there, <coughs> I remember having booked that, and I go out there for some audition, and I'm like, um, I have a drinking problem. <laughs> um, and uh, Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave those to me, sir. That's for the radio play room. <laughs> podcast um, and uh, and I walked into an audition in LA and I, I forget what it was for and uh, I said hi I'm you know nice to meet you and she goes oh I, I thought you're British and I said well why and she goes well because you're 30 and I've never heard of you and I was like <laughs> that's the business I'm talking and then, about and then yeah. you come then you come super defensive you're like well I have been nominated for two Tonys <laughs> And they're like, what are Tonys? You're like, out. <laughs> I mean, the other significant collaborator that's clearly in recent years meant a lot is James Wan. So, you know, we have the third Conjuring film coming out later this year, right? Yeah, you've shot that with Vera. You and Vera we back shot together. that? Yep, shot that this summer, this past summer. The devil made you do it? The devil made me do it. Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> they're all comedies. <laughs> they're all wacky comedies. Are you yeah. surprised by that franchise? I mean, that did not start out. And uh, that, that, that was an elevated kind of horror that was just on the level. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised by any, uh, any of the success of James. Yeah. Um, uh, no. And um, I'm surprised by the spinoffs. I think that was something that I don't think they saw coming until uh, kind of late in the game when they were testing it and people were really responding to some certain you know, demon, and it was like, why don't we do a movie about that? <laughs> and now there's like eight of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I mean, I knew, I remember the conversation very clearly with James after we had done Insidious, uh, and, and he said, uh, so there's this, there's this property that's been one of the most sought-after properties, and it's of these two ghost hunters, the, the original ghost hunters, Ed and Lorraine Warren, and if we can do it right, there'll be a lot of these movies, because you don't, unlike most 
move, well, no, movies, but you're not going through the struggle you're getting with a family that does. So it's sort of set up for several movies. So it's, it's, it's clearly worked out. What's the, uh, so what's the word on Aquaman 2? You're involved, definitely, yes? We know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, until, uh, until I'm not. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know anything? So Mom I saw Momoa recently, and he had said that he went in and pitched, like, something to the studio, and they apparently were game. Do you an know anything about his pitch for Aquaman 2? He, well, he has about 100 of them. He's like, dude, how about, what if I, like, do, you know, I'm, like, I, like, swing in, I'm, like, you know. Right? <laughs> Sounds great. I but can't wait to see it. <laughs> Is, are there fish in it? There are fish. I'm there. there. Fish. They talk. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But here's the thing. He's he is so creative that I'm sure out of the 99, you know, 100 ideas, all you need is one. Yeah. So, and, and he he does he does have some great ideas. David Love used to be a character of mine. He was really infatuated with Orm. Orm. Yeah. <laughs> Do we not feel that that's missing a vowel somewhere? To which I responded, this is your arm. Do you need another vowel Yeah, it's arm? not my David. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of a body. <laughs> my David. <laughs> that is your David. What is your David? Get off my Orm. Do you have a name for your David? <laughs> Yeah, little David. <laughs> little? <laughs> Average size David. Oh my! And this is the part where we're supposed to talk about the charities, and you went there right yeah, there. Sure. Just for the kids. Unbelievable. Um, we're doing Pat this one for the kids. <laughs> Patrick, can you do me a favor and tell us a little bit about the Natural Resources Defense Council? If I give you this as Orm, orm. little Orm, yeah. a little a little Orm action. I uh. I'll do dolphin noises in the background. <laughs> that would be helpful. There might be a there might be a helpful prop behind. Yeah, you. I, I, I I don't I'm not I don't feel very warm. Really? Do I have it? Uh, let me see. Is there something? Maybe there's something what? that can help we you? can we help? Uh, Maybe we clap Patrick our hands. Patrick, get in to go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this is actually my mask. Can I buy a vowel, please? <laughs> I'd like to buy an E. <laughs> so here's some information oh. about the Natural Resources Defense Council, which we're benefiting tonight. You don't have to do all of it, but uh, do as much as you like uh, and let people know. This is, this is about uh, as much as you want to say about these are bullet points about the NRDC and uh, just to educate people a little bit about the good work that they do. Okay. Doesn't need to be all. No, it doesn't need to be all. Of no, it. no, I'm happy. Okay. Listen, I'm 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 here for charity. And by the way, all jokes aside, I'm glad you guys are too. Because holidays is about giving. That is one thing my parents taught me. Yeah, seriously, thank you guys for coming right. out. How's it fit? It's amazing. I love it. I'm going to talk to some fish. <laughs> That's good. What's up, shark? <laughs> you just really want to talk to sharks, right? What other fish is there to talk to? Well, sharks aren't fish. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, That's a lot of tension. Don't look at me like that. Don't. You're creeping me out, buddy. <laughs> It's a little bit Commedia dell'arte. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> um, all right. Take it away, Orm, when you're ready. Well, the, 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 the key to Orm is no contractions, so I have to look into, uh, like, he would never say don't. He would say do what? <laughs> so I just have to scan this to make sure there are no contractions. <laughs> My preparation for Orm is very simple. 
take out all <laughs> contractions. Yeah, whoa, got it. That's what I do. What do you do, Black Widow? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need the rest of the costume to sell it. <laughs> the amount of cell phones <laughs> that went up when you put on the Orm this mask. This is good. <laughs> yeah. I can barely read. Please don't look at my giant forehead. <laughs> it's usually covered by a helmet. Proceeds from tonight's festivities are going to benefit NRDC, the Natural Resource Defense Council, which is one of the most, hold on, <laughs> world's most effective environmental groups. For 50 years, they have been suing polluters, cleaning up our air and water, and protecting endangered species and places. The NRDC was the environmental group that went into Flint during the water crisis. The NRDC took government officials. Still with me? Yeah. <laughs> but Orm, you're like making this sound like not good. Like, <laughs> like they're He's doing right. awesome <laughs> stuff. And like Orm is like kind of unhappy about it. <laughs> so like they're literally saving your habitat, Orm. Okay, okay. Show some goddamn okay. respect. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, David. I understand why Aquaman got a little matty in the first movie. Okay. Today they are taking on the Trump administration. Can I be mad at Trump at least? Yes, Can of I course. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Today they are taking on the Trump administration. There you go. Relentless attacks on our air, water, and climate. They've sued the administration over 100 times, and they're winning big time. 93% of their cases so far. NRDC's does deserve a clip. NRDC's number one priority is combating climate change and creating a clean energy future. To do this, we need your help. Every one of us needs to rise up and demand climate solutions from Congress. Every voice counts, and 2020 is the year we need to make it happen. So show your support. Please text CLIMATE to act one, act on climate. Show your support, text, cli text climate. Orm needs his reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that salt water's all getting <laughs> up in his. And join NRDC's three million supporters tonight in, thank you, <laughs> in the fight for a cleaner, brighter future. Yes. Thank you, Orm. Orm. Where did I go? I don't know what happened. Perfection. All right, let's keep the party going. We have another amazing guest, another friend to welcome. Uh, he's a great actor. He's a friend to all of us. He's a great podcaster now. Check out his podcast, Life is Short. Give it up for Justin Long. Like you all get nice and cozy now. Get in there. <coughs> hey, Justin. You saved the hunkiest for last, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Orm. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. What's your favorite Been character? Been wanting to do that. Your Been favorite character name that. you've ever played? Your favorite character name? Have you ever played an Orm? A, uh, uh, I play characters, usually pretty boring names, like Paul and um, <laughs> Dave. Like pretty, yeah. Tosh. Yeah, well, Wally, yeah. Alvin, yeah. Right, right. Kind of standard. No Orms. Uh, but I, I, I remember these guys from the, uh, the, the Boy From Oz auditions. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Which I thought was called The Boy From Ounce. Because I 
I read it too literally. <laughs> so, those are the wor- <laughs> those are the jokes I've been workshopping backstage. <laughs> <laughs> it played pretty good. It was better than you thought, Sammy. <laughs> um, I haven't seen you since you've become an amazing podcaster. I'm slightly annoyed at how good you are at podcasting. If people haven't checked it out, check oh. it out. Life is short is excellent. Nice. Thank you. That's a uh, well. Thanks for inviting me and Patrick on too. Besides, don't be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I'm going to bug you in your DMs. Um, yeah, it'll be great. Has it been surprising and fun? Has it been? It's been so fun. I, I do it with my brother, Christian. He's, he's the funniest person I know. And um, we were just talking about w- working with your brother, Patrick Jackson. Do you have brothers? I don't. I have a sister. Yeah, oh, not sorry. Not a, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Apology yeah. accepted. Well, I don't. Uh, no, I, uh, I don't think you have any. Yeah. It's been fun, yeah. It's how how old are, how, what's the age difference? Uh, 42 years. Uh, it's a half-brother. <laughs> he's, he's six months old. <laughs> he's a great sidekick. He laughs at everything I say. He's a great setup guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> good listener. Uh, but we, we can't do it live because he's shitting himself all the time. <laughs> and the guests get a little disturbed. Uh, no, he's, it's three years younger, and then my older brother's two years, yeah. Uh, but it, that's a tough thing to follow when you say, like, oh, you're great at podcasting on a podcast. It's, it's like saying to a comedian when you meet them, oh, do, do something. Be funny. Be yeah. funny. <laughs> Tell me a joke. Say something interesting <laughs> on a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about your illustrious career. Because uh, you've finally. <laughs> <laughs> so, does, does, it co- does it come in waves what people recognize you for? <laughs> what people Sorry, recognize? what is that just from? Enough about me. Let's talk about my career. <laughs> <laughs> I think any actor could say that, probably. So what wh- – does it come in waves in terms of what people recognize you and talk to you about on the street? Does it feel like it's consistently a – like, can you do the pie chart of what people acknowledge um, you for? I usually have a sense when somebody's approaching roughly what they're going to – do you have that? What, what they're going to say, like – um. I can usually tell by the de- the demographic, <laughs> but sometimes it surprises me. You know, sometimes it's like a fun. It, it throws me, and I'm tr- trying to think of some of the funnier ones. But um, th- there was one once that I've told before, and people have maybe heard this and are sick of it. But uh, or maybe I'm being arrogant and thinking people have heard me before. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh wow, we're really <laughs> spiraling. <laughs> It'll be new to me. Go ahead. <laughs> Way to set up a story, Tom. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, but somebody, for, for a while, I had done this movie called You've Just Not Been Into Me. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Uh, um, but, but uh, and, and there was usually a type of person that would approach me about that. And, and often they would ask, sometimes they'd ask, like, for that my character in the movie gives relationship advice and stuff. And, and um, which I'm good at giving but not following. <laughs> and um, so it's oftentimes people would ask about, about that. And, um, and it was usually a certain type of person and uh and one day i was passing by a bar in new york and this huge bouncer samoan guy i think you know tattoos and big hand like momoa uh yeah um it wasn't momoa but it was a momoa adjacent momoish it was momoish but he he goes yo 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 you uh i know you i I know you man you played in uh what's that movie what's that movie you played in and I almost answered the question for him. I was like, oh, Jeepers Creepers, or a thing that I thought maybe he was going to say. And he goes, he ain't feeling you no more. <laughs> yeah. 
and it threw me. I was like, what? And I said, oh, he, oh, you mean he's just not that into you? He goes, yeah, 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 he ain't feeling you no more. Like he <laughs> corrected me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better title, title, by the way. It also strikes me, so you've been, like, in this age of the reboot, sequel, prequel, everything, you've been in two of, of these, like, great cult comedies that are, like, the only ones that haven't had continuations, uh, namely Galaxy Quest, uh, hold for applause, Dodgeball, hold for applause. Galaxy well, Quest has come close, though, right? Like, there's been... There, they were going to do it on Amazon uh, right before Alan uh, died. And uh, Alan was going to do it. Alan, everyone was all set to do it. And he's like, Sam, with Rockwell, everybody was on board. And Alan was, I think, going to miss the first episode. I, I don't think he... Obviously, you know, didn't realize he was as sick as he was. And um, so that was, that was going to happen. And I think... Now they're talking about it, but they had scripts. I mean, they had, they had it all ready to go, and, um, oh, fucking Alan. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, he would laugh at that, by the way. He would laugh at that. Um, I wow. miss him. I, I loved him. Uh, he, he, by the way, at the, at the Galaxy Quest rap party went crazier than anyone. I mean, he was like a maniac on the dance floor. No, he was. So no, I'm not kidding. Really? He was so fucking fun. All that... <laughs> He was the funniest person, uh, and, and he was so confidently funny that he would say something, like, very dry, and, uh, you know, he would sort of dress you down and say something that sounded maybe nasty, but he meant it. He came from, kind of like Don Rickles would do, you know, came from a really, like, warm place, but he would never say, which I don't think I'll ever in my life have the confidence to do, he would never say, I'm just, I'm just ki kidding, you know? He would just let it sit there. <laughs> and, and, and if you took it... If you were insulted by it, it would be like, oh, you're pushing, you know, that says something about you. But he was so <laughs> confident. I wish I could think of an example now, but he was just a, such a funny guy, such a great guy. Warm. Would have loved the NRDC thing, too. Uh, just a really beautiful person. But, um, yeah, but unfortunately we couldn't do it. Cause, um, but it, I think it's happening again, Galaxy Quest. I think somebody's yeah. going to do it. Yeah. I heard Paul Shear was working on something. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Paul was, I, yeah, something else. So um, you also met your buddy uh, Sam Rockwell on that one. We all love Sam around here. Uh, you, yeah. You do one of my, f uh, not to make you like dance for us, but you do one of the best Sam Rockwell impressions I've ever, I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't possibly. Uh, well, then what's, <laughs> what's the key to a Sam Rockwell? What's the? Uh, it's it's the uh, you got to get a face. For, uh, for it, Oftentimes with expressions, you find this that like you, I need a word like, um, y you know, like Wally Shawn is inconceivable, obviously, and, and but Sam's is awesome. The word awesome, it's it's and 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 look like you're listening. <laughs> he, when Sam looks at you, he's um, he kind of is studying your face and not necessarily listening to what you're saying. He's listening to how he's watching how you're saying it more. You know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome! It's fucking awesome! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh my god! Well, there's a you know I, I did Josh's show. I've done it before, and he's he's a great guy. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's tremendous. Also tremendous. I'm so glad Sam is famous now, for so many reasons, but. 
Selfishly, because that impression now is, I can do it now <laughs> publicly. <laughs> I used to be like, I have a really good Sam Rockwell impression. I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, who? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a friend named Leif Filden who played, um, he, he did a lot, a lot of characters from uh, movies before. There was Sleepy Hollow, that's how old we are. Uh, like he was in the, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's a, you know, Leif Filden. Wait, who was he in that? Yeah, well, he would wear, yeah, he played Donatello. Um, he played Donatello? Yeah, he was in the suit. He was in the suit the whole time. And Leif has, uh, he's a little, he's a really good actor, but a really powerful little guy. And he has a kind of a higher voice, and uh, he, he always says, tremendous. Oh, my God, that's tremendous. And so Sam just took that from him. So Sam says tremendous a lot, which is why I think I say it. <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> tremendous. But Leif, uh, yeah, well, that's um, the Justin, would you would you mind spreading the good word of Community Works or other benefactor tonight as either Sam Rockwell, Christopher Walken, anybody in your lexicon? To anybody you want to try? Can you do Sam Rock's uh, Sam Rockwell doing Chris Walken? That, uh, that's so funny, David. That's so funny you say that. Thanks, Josh. That's the only way I can do <laughs> Christopher Walken <laughs> is Sam's bastardized <laughs> version of it. Um, which is it's gotten better because they've worked together since. Uh, but s can we can we take it from years back to a, b a worse version? Yeah, you think? Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it was like this. I tell you. I tell you what. It's crazy. Crazy is his word. That's. It's crazy. The whole thing. I tell you tonight. You should know. It's a nice crowd. First of all, <laughs> a lot of beautiful smiling faces. You know. Stage left and stage right. <laughs> Proceeds from tonight's festivities are going to benefit Community Works NYC, a New York-based cultural and educational program to help use the arts to bridge neighborhood differences. Now, now it feels like I'm shortchanging how important this is, and I know what you mean by that. <laughs> feels like yeah, yeah, play I it know. straight. Play yeah. it straight. We got our lap. Let me try my arm. <laughs> Get the mask. Oh my Get God. Get the mask. I no, I'm, I'm gonna do, uh, I'll try this. Okay, sorry, listen up now, yeah. For over 30 years, I've been preparing students, particularly in Harlem with artists working in and from, I can't do it, from around the area as well as local heroes to tell the story of, and I, you know, I can't do that one. That's no good anymore. People don't like that. Uh, for, to tell the story of an iconic neighborhood that has been the nation's capital for black culture for 100 years. Is that, you know? Is that me? Vince, that's Vince. Vince oh. Vaughn. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't do this as an impression. This is such you good can, stuff. You can um, do this normally. It's fine. Whatever you want. Community Works is opening a permanent... Ex I don't know my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Community Works. That's me. There I am. Community Works is opening a community works is a very important thing. It's opening a permanent expanded multimedia experience site to spring for its award winning. Why is everyone still laughing? This is important. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, diverse Harlem is music, theater, dance exhibit to the Harlem Hospital Center in Harlem. The exhibit and website reflects work that has been seen for over 20 years by 3 million visitors. I almost didn't read the million part. And I almost said for over 20 <laughs> years by 3 visitors. That would that would be the bay walks the bay one every really six and a half years. <laughs> we we got open somebody. our doors. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's here. For 
an hour. <laughs> we will allow one of you in. Uh, Community Works is also planning permanent homes for exhibits from its Latin roots, East Harlem installations. With partners, Community Works has created performances, workshops, and community programs for free or at discounted prices, brought artists into classrooms, offers tours and curriculum materials about storytelling and local heroes in the classroom. This group deserves your support and to be read slowly and um, seriously. So support them uh, by emailing info at communityworksnyc.org. Very Woo! cool. Amazing. The man of a thousand voices. Dustin Long. Thanks, buddy. Um, by the way, that was me saying that as as Josh. That was me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, people at home, I'm just saying to the podcast listeners, when yeah. you just said that. This is why you're a consummate podcaster, <laughs> thinking of the audience at home. Uh, let's talk about the controversial subject of cats. Song and dance man, Patrick. Patrick Wilson. Cats? You said yeah, cats? cats? The movie. Where do you stand on cats as a musical theater aficionado? Have you seen it? So uh, the movie, I have not seen the movie. You have to admit if you have, you know. I will, I will absolutely <laughs> will see the you. movie. Okay. I've seen the show so many times. Really? Okay. I, uh, yeah. First Broadway show I ever saw. Was Cats? Yeah, I lived in, I grew up in White Plains. Ah. Yeah, give it up for White Plains. Uh, school trip, I think. Ten years old. <laughs> oh, sorry. See it for sorry. ten year olds. They no, came no, out. Wait, have you ever done cats? Did you ever do it? No. I auditioned and did not get it. Really? Oh. Did they yeah. make you do the kitty litter scratching thing? Not so much kitty litter. Uh <laughs> they do that the famous audition for cats was you go down a line and do a double pirouette. Either side. Uh but that was that was the deal. So you had to do your tune and then literally do a double pirouette. I mean, aside from Jellicle Ball. Dun, 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 right. dun. I used to know it, which would be cool to do, but I don't well, anymore. The good news is Patrick is going to perform all of Cats for you right now. <laughs> There's a man over there. Um, that, no, I, yeah, I do weirdly know so much of that show, and it's so <laughs> weird that I do, but I do know a lot of it. Wait, Patrick, you auditioned for the movie or the, the No, no, no. No, just the play. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Why aren't you in this movie? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we celebrate the holidays in the singing spirit with a great talent like Patrick Wilson? We've got we've got a beautiful guitar and microphone. I'll be singing cats. You can sing whatever you oh, like. I would buddy. love that. Let's give it up for Patrick Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can talk you amongst give ourselves. Give me a second to. Uh, Justin, what are your musical talents? How wh what do you rate them? Uh, I'm a great guitar player and singer. I sing, um, I do Elvis and all sorts of things. Really? No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I, I just thought I'd step on Patrick's <laughs> Elvis and all sorts of yeah. things. Um, That's what should have given you a clue that he was lying. You know, I do the Elvis and all sorts of things. Well, I'm a castrata, so I sing uh, <laughs> I soprano opera. <laughs> you didn't know that. We haven't talked... Makes a lot of sense in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. I, my mother made us play the violin when I was ten, but not interesting. Really. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I well, wish I had kept up. Kept it up. 
Will you guys see cats out of curiosity? I've never seen cats. Uh, the, the I can't wait to see it. I can't I mean, wait. But, but I genuinely are you really going to see it? You're going to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see it. I'm going to eat 10 milligrams of weed, <laughs> and I'm going to see. <laughs> I am. I'm going to I'm going to eat an edible and I cannot wait. The, here's here yeah. here's here's I my question is why does it surprise like what's the what's the surprise? Right, like everybody's cats. looking yeah. at the cats like they look like people. Like where have you been since 1982? <laughs> <laughs> they look the same as they have I mean Well, I think because how how much they look like people people are a little freaked out by. At All least right. on the stage play, you know, you can separate the you know, the, you can yeah, see the yeah. costume and this yeah, is the, like the question good. is not so much like how the performance is. It's just should it have been done? Exactly. Like that's yeah, the issue. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I won't bash anything with ta that Taylor Swift is involved in. I, I love she's uh, truly she's a treasure to me. But um, but I think <laughs> but I think it was a treasure. Is <laughs> I, I, I can't kidding. wait for the butt in this sense. No, no. Come on. I'm not what kidding. is it? What's the word? I'm not kidding, nor have I, and I haven't seen it, so I can't do it. Uh, I can't say anything about it. I can't comment on it. But if I had seen it, and I and I hated it, I certainly <laughs> wouldn't tell you right now. <laughs> Wait, can we expect the next time we do one of these podcasts that you'll have a Taylor Swift as cat impression? Probably. I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Okay, that would, well, that'd be tough. As a cat. As Just a Taylor cat. Swift yeah. as a cat. Very niche. Stalking. Patrick, save us. What I would love to do, if you think we can take it down just a little bit. So for me, my whole Christmas is really about um, spending with my family. My mother, who's back there, was a choir director for a long time, and I grew up singing in a church choir. So for me, when I think of, of Christmas, for me, it's all about hymns. So I wanted to sing my favorite hymn. Uh, and you're welcome to sing along or just take a moment and think about people that you dig. We can pull this off. The first Noel, the angels did sing, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In a field where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold that was so deep Noel 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 Born is the King of Israel They look it up and saw Shining in the east, beyond them far, and through the earth it gave great light, and so it continued both day and night. No. 
Who knew that Orm had that in him? I you know. know what I mean? I feel like the Grinch that discovered the heart inside of him. I feel something. I don't know about you guys. That was you said my... happy, sad, and confused. I, th I thought I'd try to sneak a little, little, little heart in there. All happy. That was uh, my Patrick was Wilson amazing. impression, everyone at home. <laughs> you know something is really good and engaging when people put phones down now. I, I know it's like should be the opposite, but I've noticed the thing. I just saw James Blake's concert the other night, and... People, he was so, it was just, it was so beautiful. I, people wanted to be present for it. And it's, uh, it's uh, you can't see this at home, but people, it was very essential. Very, very true. Sorry, sorry to make it weird about technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true, though. That's the, that is the, uh, the, the issue that we certainly go through with, with kids, in fact, with the stinky teenagers, is just be present, right? Just be present. Be there. Doesn't always need to be documented we're we're here and i was actually explaining this the other day when we w we went to see a show and i told my kids we were in the audience and 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 they're great audience members that being said they're still kids and i said you know like when you're moving or drinking water or something you know the actors on stage you you, you can see that like this is not theater like this is theater like the audience is important like otherwise it's useless so it's the thing together that makes the show singing Keeping in the holiday spirit, what's uh, what's top of the list of uh, holiday movies? What's your go-to holiday movie of all time? Die Hard. <laughs> you took it from me. God. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> to quote the legendary Alan Rickman. That's right. Yeah. He's best villain. He gave, you know, he gave, uh, Rockwell called him about because he was playing a villain in Charlie's Angels and he, and he was having a hard time making the transition and he said, um, uh, he gave him such great advice that I'll share with you guys. But uh, it's really, it was a really cool story. He said, he said, do as little as possible after you do something really terrible because it makes whatever you did that much more menacing. It means it's, it means it's casual to you. And, and Sam said, you, what, what do you mean? And he said, Alan said, well, for example, I can't do an Alan impression better than I, uh, but he said, uh, after I, I shot someone, I ate a sandwich. <laughs> and it's like, really fucking cool advice. Yeah. The banality of evil yeah. right there, right? I shot someone <laughs> and ate a sandwich. <laughs> really cool. Uh, what, anybody else? I, I, I go to Scrooge. I love Scrooge myself. Oh, Little Bill Murray. Great movie. Come on. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm I, I am a, I am a huge diehard. Diehard for me again. But I, if I were to pick something different for the sake of this argument slash conversation, <laughs> I would. It's an argument. I didn't mean argument. Started <laughs> everything off on the wrong <laughs> foot. I feel like David Harbour and then we're friends. <laughs> Do you have a dog? Not David Harbour. David Harbour and frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> diehard. You took my diehard, pal. <laughs> Made fun of my arm mask. Elf. I know. Elf. Elf. Oh, <laughs> great one. Perfect movie. Uh, any contributions, Justin? No. Uh, I love how the I love the cartoons. I love uh, Mrs. Christmas Carol and uh, just things that remind me of my childhood. Uh, yeah, the Grinch. I, I watch them all. Rudolph. Yeah, Her Hermie who wanted to be a dentist. I love that whole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who makes great holiday movies is the Hallmark Channel. Ah, oh. um, oh, the best. Oh uh, yeah, the best. Yes. Well, uh, oh. I've seen one. <laughs> Wait, I've yeah, seen no, one today. Wait, I, I have a question for them you. All. Yeah. Is the is the Dove Channel and the Hallmark Channel the same thing? Uh, there's Hallmark now. 
There's a Hallmark. <laughs> there's a Hallmark movie specific channel. I know this. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. I, I think I'm subscribed to that. The no, Dove. I think it's. No, I haven't. I don't know the Dove channel. Is like it the, the Dove, Dove soap? soap? Like, like, like a, like. I was asked to join something <laughs> on my smart television, <laughs> and it plays movies that should be Hallmark movies, like one of which was a shock jock from L.A. A big shot jock, shock, big shot shock <laughs> jock. You got it. That. You got big it. shot shock jock. Too big for his britches. Kind of gets taken down. Big and old has to cock go on that shock to jock. To a real religious town in <laughs> Utah and learn about what it really means. Is what there Christmas? Is really there a means. Christmas cookie baking competition? Because I, I imagine there is. There's always a cookie. They always. There's always a bake off, and they always have to save an old. Institution that's closing up <laughs> for some corporate thing moving in. Yes, yes. It's the best. All I watch of these all. exist in this movie. Where were you going with this, I'm Doug? I'm going to name a <laughs> film. I'm going to give you a title, and you tell me if this is an actual Hallmark movie or something oh. I made up. Okay. Okay? Challenge accepted, Josh. I'm going to lose. <laughs> the Eric's Sons director? of Mistletoe. The Sons of Mistletoe. I'm going to say no. No. Justin, what do you got? Sons, is it spelled a different name? Is it a different S O N S I or Hallmark? The Sons of Mistletoe. Uh, I'm going to say no. It is a real movie. <laughs> it's about a foster home oh for boys in danger of being closed when its benefactor dies. Sounds like ripe uh, opportunity for a bake off. <laughs> Just <laughs> how are we going to save this? Place. Uh, <laughs> anybody got some cookie dough? They'll they'll bake cookies, but they'll also maybe have some sort of dance competition or like a singing competition. <laughs> a dance competition. And two old people. You boys get out there. <laughs> and then, and there'll be uh, there'll there'll be a man and a woman involved who have no real obstacle in terms of them getting together. There's no obstacle, but they knew each other from back in the day, <laughs> and they happen to both be single and attractive. And for whatever reason, they're not getting together until they do this thing to save the thing. That's the plot. No obstacle ever. There's no stakes. <laughs> it's the best. They're the best. Rudolph Returns, Reckoning of the Reindeer. Real or fake? No, fake. No way. Fake. Sensing a pattern, so I'm going to say yes. That is a fake. Yeah. <laughs> a pattern after one. And you were right to groan and judge me. I heard that. That was an appropriate heckle. That was an appropriate She goes, you're right. After one, <laughs> I mean, I sense a pattern. After one, a good heckle, ma'am. The thirteenth day of Christmas. The thirteenth day of Christmas. The thirteenth. Oh yeah, that's got to be a good one. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's one. I'm gonna say no. You are correct. He's back on tr on track. Yeah, that is not a real movie. Damn. I sensed a new pattern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gonna go correct, incorrect, incorrect. <laughs> Single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus. Real or fake? That's real. Fake. I think it's fake, but they're ones that are so similar to that. I think it's real. It is real. Yeah. It, is. it starred the great Steve Gutenberg. You should check it out. The Goot. The Goots. <laughs> Love Steve Gutenberg. Angels and ornaments. I'm sticking with my fake. Fake? I'll say fake. I'll, I'll say real. Just it's real. Random. Yeah. It's real. What do they have to do with each other, angels and ornaments? 
It's three suitors pursuing a hopeless romantic after she makes a wish to find true love before Christmas. Check it out. Hence, ornament. Yeah, where's the ornament? Therefore, we'll call it ornament. <laughs> or ornament. No! I need a vowel. Is that just a setup? Did you just no. set him up? Q no. mask. <laughs> I'd love to see Orm in one of those movies. <laughs> like he wants to make it happen with his childhood Like sweetheart. the Wookiee Christmas special. <laughs> Jerry Claus, attorney for hire. Real or fake? Oh, God, I want that to be real. I would love to play (laughs) Jerry. I would like to just read. I know you have someone else in mind. I just want you to let me read. I'd love to play the hapless romantic who who needs Jerry Claus's help (laughs) in whatever legal situation (laughs) he's dealing with. Wait, it's Jerry Claus' attorney for hire? Jerry Claus' attorney for hire, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I love it. it. I want it to be real. Yes. That's your Christmas wish, David? Yes. It's not real. I made yeah. it up. I made well, wait, it up. wait, David. David. Santa Claus doesn't exist. You got a lot of juice now. You can make that happen. We are going to write that. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, By I would way, do that movie. I want to be t- I want to be the attorney and you be the hopeless have, romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got to be a bad guy? You're Orm. Orm. You're just yeah. Orm. Yeah, you're you, Orm. Show up, <laughs> you show up in the third act like it's a right. deus ex machina who descends and like solves the problem with a bunch of fish. Who is oh, the yeah. Santa Claus? Oh, you think a bake-off <laughs> is going to save your precious little library? Oh, my God. Guys. It's a fantastic ra- cartoon villain. More Gargamel than Orm. The good news is Jerry Claus is coming soon. The bad news is that we're coming to an end on our exciting evening. Uh, a couple a couple things to say. Uh, I want to give one last reminder about our two great causes tonight. Community Works, uh, you should email them for any info if you want to contribute to info at communityworksnyc.org. And again, for NRDC, you should show your, show your support by texting CLIMATE to act on CLIMATE. Um, I have a lot of thank yous uh, to give out just really quickly. I want to thank... Sammy, Brian Zax, Reed Pops, Bellhouse, Vanessa Gombuski, Alyssa Godwin, my guests, Justin Long. Thank you, Josh. Patrick you, Josh. Wilson. Yeah. David Harbour. I want to thank all of you for, honestly, this has been such a treat. I don't know why I waited five years to do one of these live. We're going to do another one soon. Uh, before we all go, Patrick, what do you think? One more song? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we're here anyway. Oh, we got props, yeah. Oh, I'm, my, my Jew card is burning right now, but I'm going to wear it. Podcast props. We're, we are wearing Santa hats, for the record, for podcast listeners. God, my head is gigantic. It doesn't fit. <laughs> this, this, is, this is an all saying. This is by no means me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here because I'm standing. Our famous friend, Bruce. Do you have have a Bruce Springsteen by any chance? Bruce Valanche. Equally great. Would you want to start as Bruce Valanche? That'd be great. People would love that. Why don't I read the NRDC thing as Bruce (laughs) Valanche? No. no. (laughs) Veto. Here we go. Oh, you better watch. Everybody needs to sing, though. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on, guys. Santa Claus is coming to town. I really need some drums. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. There we go. He sees you when you're sleeping. Creepy. He knows if you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So you better be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Have a great Hanukkah and happy, happy Christmas. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Happy holidays. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. 